Good evening, everybody. This is Patham, and I'm here with another podcast. And you can expect a few more of these as I go along. I'm still getting my feet wet with doing podcasts. So until I get used to it, I'm going to probably have one every day. But today's podcast is focused on manifestation. This is going to be part one of manifestation because throughout these different podcasts, I'm going to be bringing manifestation up a lot. It's one of the major achievements that you can that you can have doing spirituality on life in general. But let's start off with the first manifestation. The first manifestation happened when the source became conscious of itself. What alchemy called a prima materia or the first matter. Now, anybody that that's been following me on Instagram, they heard me, or they see me mention that manifestation operates in a circle or circumference. That's because consciousness needs room to operate, which is why we have a brain. That's basically our central operating system for our consciousness. And when the prima materia or the source became conscious of itself, what happened next is what modern science calls the Big Bang. Because like I said, it needed room to operate. And within this Big Bang, that started off the seven days of creation, which in which that was the first day right there. And then the second day, that's when the energies, as a result of the Big Bang, roamed the cosmos. You have the elements, you have the ether, you have, diff- you have different types of energies and free-flowing elemental en- energies floating around the cosmos. On the third day, that's when these energies, you know, took their place in the cosmos and planetary bodies began to form. You know, the stars, the sun, the moons, the planets, and even the free-flowing planetary bodies like the floating ice and the asteroids and things like that. Then you have the fourth day in which plant life began to emerge on any planetary body that was fit for plant life. And as a result of that, day five was when animals began to emerge. You had the flying animals, you had the animals that occupied the land, and you had the animals that occupied the water. On the sixth day, that's when highly conscious beings began to to emerge. And on the seventh day, they say that the source rested, but the source really didn't rest. By the seventh day, the cosmic principles were in play. Manifestation already began to, to... go into motion and the source really didn't need to do any more major manifestations at the time. So any manifestations that was going on after that were minor compared to what the source was doing. So it wasn't considered. So on the day that the source rested, that's when he left manifestation up to the cosmic principles that came into play from the first manifestation in the first place. So now we're going to move on to the alchemy principles, sulfur, 
mercurius and soul, which is sulfur, mercury, and salt. Now, these are the three basic principles of manifestation in order. Sulfur is basically the individual essence of the manifester. So basically, sulfur is you. Because in order for a manifestation to happen, something or somebody needs to start the process off. So that's sulfur. And then you have mercury, which is the energy used for, for manifestation. And it could be your consciousness, it could be a, it could be a spirit, it could be a soul, it could be anything. But the power used to manifest is the mercury. And soul or salt, that's the ending product of your manifestation. That's your manifestation materialized. And in material alchemy, when you combine sulfur and mercury together in a perfect union, it creates salt. So in those three orders, that's manifestation in, in alchemy terms. Now we're going to talk about the secrets of manifestation. The first part I want to talk about are the key energies involved in, in manifestation. The first energy I would like to talk about is love. Anybody that I've ever shared knowledge with, especially about manifestation, you know, seen or heard me express the love energy as the primary energy all the time. And that's because without love, you can't manifest. Now, think about when you're doing a manifestation ritual or a meditation. You have to keep the love energy high. You have to keep a positive vibration or else your manifestation won't work. The minute a negative vibration is introduced, your manifestation isn't even in play anymore. And even and during the beginning of what I was just talking about, the seven days of creation, it was the love energy that transitioned the second and third day. For instance, without the love energy, fire was, wouldn't have rose up into a sphere and created stars and the sun. Without the love energy, air wouldn't, wouldn't have turned into atmosphere. Without love, water wouldn't have turned into water and the earth wouldn't have connected to it to create the shore. So it was the love energy that brought all these elements into, into formation. And the second key energy is frequency. Because frequency, I think a lot of people got frequency mixed up with vibration. Vibration and frequency are connected, but they're not the same. Vibration is the energy that you give off. But frequency is the even distribution between the same energy of you and someone or something else. That's what frequency is. That's why you have to lock frequency instead of just giving off frequency. You give off vibration, but you have to lock frequency. And frequency is a key energy because that's how you transfer your mental manifestation into a manifestation in reality. And you know, just like you hear in spirituality, they say, speak it into existence. That's because frequency is the transistor. 
or the, or the transitioner. It transitions your thought process into a physical energy, into your reality. And that's what kicks off your manifestation. And then, the, and then the last one, which should have been the first one, is consciousness. Because without consciousness, you you wouldn't even have anything to manifest. With no thoughts to even drive you to do a manifestation. So without consciousness, you can't have anything. And besides, consciousness is the primary energy of the universe. Just like the, the first principle is is the principle of mentalism. You know, the universe is meant to everything, you know, everything is controlled by the mind. So without without conscious energy, you can't have manifestation. And the last part of, of this podcast is basically the comparison between the law of attraction and the law of manifestation. Because that's another thing a lot of people get confused. People think that attraction and manifestation are the same things, and they're not. Attraction is weaker than manifestation. And I'm going to explain this to you, and it's all about a time limit. You see, when you project a a certain thought for at least, I would say, 12 seconds, you're attracting something at that moment. Now... Attraction is more free form than anything. For instance, you can you can think about money and you can just start attracting it, but it won't be a it won't be any definition behind it. Opposed to what you're manifesting, the the time limit for manifestation is at least sixty eight seconds, and that's because you're putting a whole lot more detail into what you want, and. The detail means everything because let, let's say you're manifesting money and you're manifesting a certain amount of money. See, if you just, if you manifest with where you think about it within a 10 to 12 second period, you're putting a vibration into the universe that you need money. But once you let that thought process enter and, and it starts to get more definitive, and you start putting a specific amount on that money that you want, and you start to reject it even more, you're putting that definition into the universe. And that's manifestation. Because with manifestation, you can get that specific amount of money versus the law of attraction, where you could just receive any amount of money. You could say, you could think that you need money, and the universe might give you pennies. But spend 68 seconds thinking about that specific amount and you're going to watch the opportunities for that specific amount happen. So that's the difference between attraction and manifestation, the time limit and the definition of it, the definition of your thought. Because if you're not going to put the necessary consciousness into what you want, the universe is going to give you exactly the same effort that you gave out. So that's why you need to spend more time focusing on exactly what you want, especially if you're going to follow it with frequency. You have to be very careful about what you put into the universe because it starts with the thought process and it ends with the frequency. So that's the end of my podcast for the night. 
And I thank everybody for listening to everybody who did listen. And please subscribe to the to the podcast. Oh, yeah. And if you have any ideas about what you think I should make a podcast about or you need specific information, you know, you can leave me you can leave me a message and, you know, we can work something out. I, I don't mind digging up any research for anybody. So, y'all, everybody have a good night and take care.